episode of Game Changer Podcast. David Villa here with the lovely Diana Villa. And today we're going to talk about never abandon. Never abandon in a world where everybody has experienced some form or another of rejection or abandonment. Um, matter of fact, I think that you know we're in a we're in a world that is plagued with um, a society or a culture that you know that tries to deal with the epidemic of being abandoned or abandonment. But um, we haven't really done a good job. I think it you know creates a lot of anxiety. It creates a lot of um, it creates a lot of emptiness. It creates a lot of addictions and you know a lot of this is stemmed from abandonment we're going to talk about this today we're going to break it down but then we're going to introduce to you someone who never ever will abandon and it's the answer for abandonment whether you have an earthly father or mother whether your family is you know traditionally put together or if it's broken uh, maybe you came from the foster system maybe you came out of you know, nothing but a trail of broken relationships and you don't understand what it's like to have, you know, a healthy relationship, a healthy marriage. Uh, maybe your children or, you know, have, have left or maybe they've gone through trauma, you know, whatever your situation is. And I think that we're in a society, in a world that experiences really just a plethora of brokenness, right? And there's so much abandonment at the root, but there is one who never abandons. And I want to talk about that never abandon. And so it's easy to feel abandoned, right? When the people we love and trust let us down, you know, uh, there's those that are supposed to be, um, loving, supposed to be someone we can trust, supposed to be those that are close a family unit, right? Uh, A spouse, but they've abandoned us and they've let us down. That trust has been broken. The relationship has been cracked. We're lonely. We're we're down, we're out, but there's one who will never abandon. And that is God, right? That is the Lord. And in second Corinthians, Diana, you know, we talk about this verse a lot. I know this is one of your favorite verses. I'll read it, but I want to, then I want to open it up and let you kind of just discuss it. There's so much in it, by the way. And we've done this even over the last few weeks, we've kind of used this verse in, in other topics. Um, but in second Corinthians four, Verses 8 and 9, it says, We're hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. And I think this verse reminds us that even in the midst of difficult circumstances, and there are some difficult circumstances that people are walking through, we are never abandoned by God. Even though it uses the word abandoned, right? It says we're persecuted, but not abandoned. Every one of these things, I think, have to do with um, you know the fruit or the root uh, or the outcome of feeling or being abandoned, right? Because uh, we're hard pressed, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed, but we're not in despair. We're persecuted, but not abandoned. We're struck down, but not destroyed. So being struck down or persecuted or perplexed or hard pressed on every side, those can all come from the root of being or feeling that we are abandoned. So let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about really the one who will never, ever abandon us. Amen. 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 Um, that is one of my favorite go-to chapters, second Corinthians four. There's a lot in that chapter. Mm -hmm. And if you go a little bit further down in that one, um, and 
I believe it's first, I don't have my glasses, guys. I'm so sorry. 16, for this reason, we never become discouraged, even though our physical being is gradually decaying, yet our spiritual being is being renewed day after day. <clears throat> and I think that's really important, that like our spiritual, our, our, our minds, our, our hearts mm-hmm. are being renewed day by day. And this small and temporary trouble we suffer will bring us tremendous and eternal glory, much greater than the trouble. I think we have to recognize that when we're feeling those times of abandonment or let down, we got to remember it's not it. We can't let it be discourage us. Like right though, even though we feel like as a as a person, we're being beat down, discouraged. Mm-hmm. Like and it's but if we set our eyes on Jesus and go back a little bit further, a little bit further down, it says, so we fix our eyes or our attention, not on things that are seen, but the things that are unseen. What can be seen lasts for a time, but what cannot be seen lasts forever. And I'm not sure why I was in the the good news translation, but um, there's another version that I like a little bit better. Um, This is there. Therefore we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day for our light and momentary troubles are achieving us in the eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Mm-hmm. I think it really comes down to is like when we're having those moments of feeling uh, let down or abandoned, we got to put our thoughts and, and turn mm-hmm. our attention, fix our eyes attention to a God that says he never leaves us or forsakes us. He turns all things around for our good, that if we trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not to our own understandings, um, he will direct our path. We have to begin when we're having those moments. We have to take our attention off of our circumstances circumstances and the pressure and fix them on the God of hope, the God of joy, the God of deliverance, the God that's going to see us through. And as you begin to encourage yourself, David did that a lot, encourage yourself by and through the word of God, I think even when you face those things, you'll find joy in that, knowing that it's mm-hmm. really not about a now, but those things as you go through, it's about eternity. It's about an eternal purpose in, in you and yeah. through you. And, you know, it's, look at the reason. So what causes the abandonment, right? There's, there's, I think that it's important that we uh, look at that and we discuss that or we, 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 I acknowledge that, I should say. You know, there's, there are things that we've walked through, you know, there's a lot of brokenness in this world. And, you know, we mentioned some earlier, but you know, there's broken families, there's broken relationships, there's broken marriages, there's broken, um, you know, there's, there's, there's brokenness. And I think that, um, the, you know, and and that's a fact, you know, the, the matter of fact, um, Jesus came, you know, to, mend what was broken in this world. There was a broken relationship between God and man. And Jesus came to to bridge that gap. And so brokenness is really, I think the enemy's go-to weapon. He tries to break the process, break down the connection, break down the community, break down the family, break down the relationships, and really break us down. And um, so let's acknowledge that. Let's acknowledge what we're dealing with, right? We're dealing with broken relationships and broken situations. And so what what happens, we carry these into our, you know, even after, you know, our transformation, you know, after receiving Jesus and after this, this, you know, this life change where you become a believer and you accept him, you know, there's a new life. There's a new, there's a new heart. There's a new beginning. I'm a new creation in him. But even after that, the enemy tries to remind and remember, you know, bring up, stir up and have us carry these um, fears of what we've gone through 
into where we are currently. And so, you know, understand that that's, th- that's his go-to weapon. And so we're, we're privy to that. We're aware of that, right? Even as believers, this is, you know, listen, the world doesn't necessarily look at this scripture. They don't understand it. This is a scripture for us as believers that we're hard pressed on every side, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. So the world is hard pressed, but they can't say I'm not crushed because unless they're a follower of Jesus, then they very well, that's the outcome of being hard pressed on every side It's being crushed, right? When they're perplexed, they can't say I'm not in despair because hard uh, perplexed in the world without Jesus, it leads to despair. When persecution is there, you know, we as believers, we're not abandoned, but the world is persecuted and abandoned. They're struck down and ultimately the enemy's goal is to destroy them. So here's Matthew 28, 20 says, God's love for us is unconditional and unwavering. And here's the thing. He promises to be with, be with us even until the end of, of the age. So he says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And he's proving that because he can't lie. He's a God who never abandons us. He never fails. He never bails out on us. And uh, it's hard for us to imagine that because we relate it to human relationships. And it's hard to, to um, really fathom that there is a relationship out there that doesn't have the ability for abandonment to be part of it. When I think of abandonment, I think of, you know, you are isolated. And I think that that's one of the strongest tools that um, our adversary tries to use for us. When you think of like isolation, isolation. so we isolate in our own thoughts. We not just like, Hey, I'm going to become a hermit. Mm -hmm. Like we kind of say, no, I think we isolate in our thoughts. We isolate in our, 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 our relationships. We isolate in um, a lot of different ways. It doesn't mean you physically withdraw necessarily, but you withdraw from the source of the good news, which is of your daily Bible studies. You withdraw from the people that are going to en- encourage you and, mm-hmm. and lift you up when you're having those moments. So actually you can be in a room full of people or have a room full of surroundings or a room full of family or a room full of uh, co-workers and still feel very isolated and alone. So I think it's not always this withdrawing, but here's the thing. The Bible also talks about that. He is like a lion. He's not a lion. He mimics a lion. And what a lion does is it, a lot of times when it's going for prey, it, it looks for the one that's kind of fallen away from the rest of the group to pounce on that one. And so I think that that's where the enemy tries to get you to pull away and isolate because you're better together. You're stronger together. When he isolates, that's when he's able to pounce on you and get you to disconnect your head knowledge of who God is and your heart connection to God. Yeah. He, to separate that that connection because we have to have a head knowledge, right? But there has to be something that has penetrated and pierced our heart. Um, so I think that that's, in, in my personal opinion, you know, he's like a lion. He's not, and so we well, allow him like to a kind lion, of, something that's like a lion is a hyena, right? They they want to be like a lion. We watched. We all watched the Lion King. You know, the hyenas are like a lion. They go, they, they're going to go after the weak, right? The wimp, the, the one and the lion kind of goes, I guess, really, you know, they hit things head on, but the enemy's not a lion, right? His roar is not like the lion of Judah, the lion of the tribe of Judah. So that's, that's why good. I think further down in that scripture where it talks about being renewed day by day, mm-hmm. sometimes it's a minute by minute, sometimes an hour by hour, mm-hmm. sometimes it's a, a morning by morning, afternoon by afternoon, evening by e- evening, yeah. but it's it comes back down to 
continually renewing your mind, whether that's throwing in worship music and having that playing in the background while you're going about your day. Obviously, you can't have a prayer meeting at your cubicle at work on a regular basis, right? But you can fill your heart and your mind with praise and worship of the Lord, or you have some kind of, um, you know, sermon or podcast going on in your mind to kind of help renew, like to bring it to your attention so that your thoughts and your emotions are focusing in on, because wherever you place your thoughts, that's where your emotions are going to go. So to continually be putting your thoughts and putting the word of God and the things of God and the people of God in in there so that you don't feel crushed, perplexed, in despair, abandoned, struck down, you begin to say, hey, I'm facing these challenges and yet God is with me. Yeah, You begin to declare that he's with me. Even though I'm facing these things, I'm not at my end. He's mm. still working on my behalf. He's going before me. He's in front of me. He's on my right hand. He's on my left hand. He's behind me. He's above yeah. me. He's beneath. Like he is, he's paving the way for me, even in the midst of my, my struggle. We're talking about never abandoned today. And so life can be full of ups and downs. And here's the thing. You may fall, find yourself the top at one moment and then suddenly everything comes crashing down around you. And, you know, people who you thought would always be there, you know, are suddenly gone, you know, leaving you feel lost, alone. But here's the thing. Take heart. We serve a God. That's what Diana was saying, who promises to never abandon us. Deuteronomy 31, 6, it says, be strong courageous do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the lord your god goes with you he will never leave you nor forsake you and that's a powerful powerful promise no matter what we go through in life we can have confidence that god is always with us he will never ever abandon us and so even when we feel like we're all alone i mean and that's listen let's just face it there's time even as a believer where you feel that you're all alone. We can trust that God is with us. Psalms 139, seven and eight, it says, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. And so there's nowhere that we can go that God is not already there. He's always with us, even in the darkest of times. So, you know, that gives me, I don't know about you, Diana, but that gives me comfort right? In the fact that we are never alone, even if people in our life abandoned us, right? Or, uh, you know, failed us, you know, uh, you know, um, hurt us, you know, turn their back on us. God will never leave us and he'll never forsake us. We have to hold on to his promises and trust that he's, you know, with us always. You know, uh, yesterday, uh, one of the sermon notes, and that's why I was pulling up because it kind of, I feel like it reminded me, there was a quote that they did for Andrew Murray, and it said, some people pray just to pray, but some people pray to know God. That's that really good. spoke to me. Like sometimes we can be going through the motions of praying to say, hey, I prayed, I prayed, but are we praying with the right motive and the right heart motive, like mm. to know God and know what his plan is for us and that he has a promise of, of a future, right? And, and like, How are we praying? Are we praying to know him better and to understand him better? Mm -hmm. Are we praying just to go through the motions of that? And one other thing that I thought was a good scripture that they read is the Lord is good to those who wait for him and to the soul who seeks him. If you're feeling abandoned, seek him. Yeah. Yeah. Wait on him and seek him. And I think we get busy when we feel those moments we try and fill that void because a lot of times when we feel abandoned or alone, that means there's some sort of void. And so we start filling that void with something. Yep. 
whatever yeah. that something is for you. Mm-hmm. So make sure that something is waiting on the Lord and seeking him and not waiting for the next answer and filling it with something that is less than God's best for you. That's good. Amen. So, hey, we're talked about today, never abandon. And you know what? So I want to, I want to have Diana pray here in just a second. I want to have her pray to, you know, close us out and then just say, a, you know, basically a declaration prayer, you know, that we're going to, we're going to accept it. It's not that we have to not be abandoned. We have to buy into the fact that God is not capable of abandoning us. He is not a father that's capable of leaving us. He'll never leave us. So we have to remember uh, Joshua 1, 9 is coming to mind. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Listen, for the Lord, your God will be with you wherever you go. And I wanted to say this. Can you, I, I pray that you find peace that's what I want you to pray today and comfort in the knowledge that you are never, ever abandoned. Amen. Pray us out today. Father, we thank you, God, that your word yes, um, says that you are the friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Yeah. And so, Father, even in those times where we feel isolated and alone, God, you're there. You're in, mm. in those times, Father God. You're yes, Whether we uh, or make my bed in the depths or, God, if we go up to the heavens, you're with us. Yes. And so, Father, I just pray right now, God, that anyone listening today would come to a, a I guess, a confidence in knowing that mm-hmm. you are with them, yes. Lord, that your plan for them is good. And, Father God, that you never yes, leave them or forsake them, Father God, but you are the one that's going to stick so close to them, Father God, Lord, that you are um, working on their behalf, that Father, even when they don't see it, that they can trust and know that you are working on their behalf. And so, Father, help us all, God, to lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge you, trusting God, that you will make our uh, path straight. Yes. Father God, and that you turn all things for our good. Lord, help us to find comfort and peace and joy and yes. hope and deliverance and freedom, God, in you. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Make sure you subscribe to us, Spotify and Apple. We would love for you to listen to our podcast everywhere you go listening to podcasts. Make sure you share that and tell someone about it. Also, you can watch us. Diane and I come together here on YouTube every week, and uh, we uh, we would love for you to subscribe. Make sure you click the bell so you're notified when a new episode drops, which is every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern. And uh, we, um, listen, we also love to see what God's doing in your life. So if you follow us on social media, make sure you tag us and let us know that this is a blessing to you. Also, uh, join our Game Changer community. It's a, a community of faith and marketplace, and there's a lot of resources there. You can find that app on anywhere where there's apps. And uh, we were approaching, I think, 12,000 downloads by the grace of God. So you can look it up by Game Changer by IPD Agency. We'll put that on the screen here at YouTube. And uh, look, we love you guys, and we look forward to seeing you next time on Game Changer.